0: Welcome to this episode of CDM Media's Marketing Insights Podcast. I'm your host, JD Miller. We dive into all things marketing in this show, and in today's episode, we're joined by Esmara Hadi. Esmara has a great background, he's a channel marketing partner at Soprano Design and has previously spent 14 years at at and driving product marketing, among other stops. Today, we're going to talk about how B2B tech marketing has totally changed how face-to-face is still vital to business, and even misconceptions around account-based marketing, and how sales and marketing need to align. When we come back, I'm joined by Asmara Hadid. Asmara, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Glad to be so, here. There's so much I want to pick your brain about. So the world of marketing has changed, especially digital marketing, where you live. Um, and, and work so much. Talk to me. Where is digital marketing different today than it was, let's say, five years ago? I think the evolution of the marketing has changed quite a bit.
1: Fundamental of the marketing, uh, when you're looking at that, it really depends on a different vertical uh, type of industry as a as the organization, one who do your audience you're going to be targeted to. Depending on on the product and services that you really. Uh, uh, service and, and uh, who did the target audience. So what, what I mean by that is that if you have a product and services that at the end of the day, it's the end of the consumer type of thing, the, if you're looking at reverse engineering, <clears throat> your client, if you have a product, for an example, a clothing or something, a product or cosmetic type of product you're trying to digitize, are uh, marketing to improve their your outreach to your community. Uh, people want to feel in touch, and and uh, so you have a different objective. Your digital marketing would drive the business to basically increase the traffic, right? Uh, whether the traffic to your website or to to your front of the store, people really want to uh, attach the sample and things like that. Completely different nowadays. When you're looking at business to business, your client are more business customer, if you have a technology company, software, cybersecurity, cloud, uh, CIM kind of platform, your your marketing has changed completely. Uh, Back, I think, four or five years ago, very, very big on a live event. So, I mean, uh, a pre-pandemic, if you're looking at it, uh, the live event has still digital uh, consider categorize that as a digital marketing because you do a lot of uh, digital imagery and everything else is right there. You're utilizing digital technology to make it your presentation work in front of the customer, but you're driving it to the live events where the target audience will be certain like cybersecurity audience and black hats and everything else is in there. You have a specific target audience like I mean that's what back then is the ABM target there. Where now during the pandemic and post-pandemic, you got huge amount of adoption on virtual event, and uh, a huge benefit because then you can do it's scalable, uh, still be able to meet your your marketing budgets depending on the the organization. So I think that the evolution of marketing changing, uh, it, it, the media has become a, a really uh, important. Uh, the other thing is that a huge benefit on a virtual event. People can save it, people can basically file it, people can memorize it. When well, you would, first is the virtual event, it's there. Uh, you're not be able to share it unless you actually first should be in there, right? The challenge of our organization now, the adoption is that not be able to travel or still restriction on the travel capability on.
0: When you talk about digital marketing, why is adoption still so low? I think the adoption is low uh, if you're looking at how
1: the individual want to be engaged. The evolution of preferred engagement, if you're looking for the last, I would say, more about five, five four or five years ago, email was still one of the prominent uh, uh, tool to be able to kind of do the marketing, subscribe, send an email, do it once a week and everything else is on. well. That's not one company doing it. you got so many companies doing it and people capturing your email address, so many. And then, you know, if you're looking at the individual uh, buyer, for an example, candidate, uh, potential buyer, when you do a research, you got bombarded with a lot of email. Too many options, right? Uh, and you file it. And, and uh, it, again, you only have, you don't have, what, 24-7 doing the business hours prioritization and and uh goals is going up. You got a day-to-day job when you're doing the research when you wanna buy a unless you're really 100 percent procurement, you're looking at nothing else to buy that. So time management becomes an issue for individual the adoptions role because of everything kind of put on hold and all that. So how do we get any attention? I think it's the uh people who want to be engaged. I mean, you, you no longer can call, no, nobody answer the phone anymore on a voice, right? Uh, So people like to chat, they can multitasking, people like to use uh, mobile messaging, which is the text SMS capability. It becomes the evolution of transforming the channel, how people want to be engaged and communicate, right?
0: Yeah. But We're in a TikTok world, Asmara. We're in a TikTok world where you've got attention spans for like 10 seconds. As a marketer, how do you deal with that, especially when you're doing, as you mentioned, complex things like B2B tech marketing?
1: Well, I mean, uh, it's it kind of funny. Back, back probably, I would say, 10 to 5 years until, still, if you are doing, promoting um, white paper, forget about that, right? Uh, why is that? You know, your white paper, you better have one page. Well, white paper, it's usually 10 or 20 pages. People don't have time to read that anymore. So you basically have to be snippet, get people attention. I mean, I'm not saying throw it away. You can continue to recycle or repurpose all your content. What's relevant to the client? Get their attention. We no longer need to do one-on-one, but I think you need to get any attention on that somewhere at about 5 to 10 seconds get their attention, how do they zoom in, they give them the engagement and bits and bytes and, and uh, doing that a little bit at a time, right? Uh, I call it more like a, uh, if you have a spouse, it, it's just like nagging, right? When are you going to do this? When are you going to do this? That's repeatable things. And in sun, it's like I better do it because I've been one four or five times. So if you have a marketing doing it, you get a little bit bits and bites. That the sun, you you know. I heard it. I heard it. Now after three or four times, then you start engaging right there. So if you do an approach so like do one hit, it, it it will never be successful, right? And the adoption to your point, it will get into a four or five times to be able to kind of say get somebody attention to it.
0: You know, it used to be what the, the rules of three. Now it's the rules of 990, 900 as far as messages. Yeah. And not all of us can afford Ryan Reynolds as our spokesperson, right? To, to make a joke in, in three seconds and, and it, our, our brand explodes. So talk to me a little bit because also the prolifer- proliferation of chat, SMS, has really changed the game for a lot of marketers and really using a lot of different channels in that regard to get the message out.
1: Absolutely. Uh, even, even SMS capability has a, a you know, different method to engage that. Uh, you want to have somebody be able to remember, even a text message. Uh, one of the methods, giving an example, some people doing low cost, you can do, uh, it, it really depends on your client. So if you're looking at big mass or marketing about your product, uh, one of the things that you create a loyalty, you engage that. Uh, how I'm going to give it a process. Engagement is called a journey, right? The journey is important. I mean, looking at the airlines, um, it, some airlines doing better than the other, right? If you have cancellation or delay, you rush to the airport. I got to be there to get the security lines and everything else is in there. But you've, if you have a tax as an individual to say, hey, well, I we want to let you know your flight has been delayed about 15 minutes or 30 minutes. Now, of a sudden, you don't want to find out later. Rush to the airport, go to the secure run, run into the gate, and look in the sign, delay the gate change, right? But if you get that before you even get to the airports, that's the engagement called customer service. Everything back into the customer service and loyalty. You get that, am I God. You basically drop the stress level for that traveler, 60 to 80%, drop, and it's like, I'm good. The gate changed, now I'm going there. I don't get lost. You kind of drop that, you appreciate it, right? You get a confirmation. You pull up to the parking lot to say, I'm here, pick up my merchandise. Now you communicate it to say, you text it to the five-digit code to say, hey, I'm here, pick up my merchandise. How often you uh, start at the beginning in a parking lot, you pull it in, right? That's that's a huge marketing, a little sign picked up, and somebody will just walk up. How you feel like a million bucks, somebody coming and big, you know, <laughs> right? It, it it it's that. Now if you want to read more, you can embed a little link from a marketing perspective. Click on that link and it open up what you need to read that right there, right? Uh Appointment reminder, doctor's appointments reminder or, or something, uh, I'll give an example. So if you have a software, uh, a cybersecurity breach and something like that, right? Don't open your email. Guess what? The first thing they do is send your email don't open the email. <laughs> right? It'd be nice to have a text to say don't open your email. You
0: know nobody's going to open the email. That's how a communication is really effective. And you got to do that in a crowded marketplace too, which is is tough because we're bombarded with, with messages each and every day. And you want to keep that consistent brand yeah. messaging. Yeah. Um uh, one thing you had mentioned earlier, um, and I want to go back to it, is events, right? Because face-to-face events, you know, we, we uh do those all over the globe. Um really getting in front of people, being laser focused in your messaging at events is more important now than ever before, isn't it? Absolutely. I uh, think they- I think part of it be uh, how we as a human being
1: be able to digest so much information on a day. Because if you think you're doing the right thing, the right path, there's other million of competitors doing the same thing, right? So as the individual buyer, if you're looking at that and say, "I got so many options," but you got to time it frequencies, and everything else in there. The virtual events and uh, the content consumption, if you have a ecosystem or platform, be able to do it like through uh, CDM Media, that the audience can kind of like go back into and then referencing it, and then be able to share with other in a, a line of business within the organization and mobilizer that build a credibility rather than, you know, I'm not against, I'm an live event is important as well because it uses some kind of uh, 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 digital marketing content because that's how you build the brand. You really wanted the multi-channel capability to be able to build your brand and, uh, you know, uh, build a trust within the, that uh, product
0: and services. And it, it is fascinating too because you have multi-channel that you just have to exploit. It's, you know, even when you're doing face-to-face, right? Because – you're having a great conversation. How are you following up? How are you continuing to get that message across to, to those individuals? And it, it goes back to ABM is king, isn't it? You know, those account-based marketing, those making it a one-to-one thing and it's, you know, that mass marketing isn't going to move the needle for you as a B2B company anymore, is it? So speaking
1: of the ABM, I think there's some misunderstood uh, a lot in the marketing community. Right, Uh, depending on product and services. And I think marketer has been challenged by the organization, by all the C-level. If I spend, uh, especially uh, uh, finance, uh, CFO organization, if I spend X amount of dollar, I expect you to have a return on the leads and everything else. But yeah, I think the important things from the ABM for the marketers, marketing, your marketing strategy you have to build it out, your ramp up period. If you don't have the strategy, build up the ramp up period, uh, ultimately you'll be disappointed based on the amounts of money that you spent. You, you really have to do the ramp up. What I'm saying is, it's no different. Uh, ABM, it's all about identify your target audience. I think there's a misunderstood that if I do an ABM, I target the specific area, the title, the, who the decision maker is, I expect X amount of sales in one shot, then that's not ABM, right? ABM is all about what I call it uh, more lead nurture. How do you nurture that targeted accounts, build that brand and thought leader, share best practices, have basically case study where they can kind of say, aha, uh-huh, this is what I'm looking for. So now the ABM is all about, what I call it, uh, generate the lead. How do you create that warm lead? And then hand it out, that warm lead to your sales organization. So it is important when you have the ABM, the sales and marketing has to work very aligned, very holistically. If you take that responsibility on your own from a marketing perspective and the sales organization is going to be expecting, I need you to give me the hot lead that somebody ready to buy. Right. if there's somebody not ready to buy, I'm not willing to talk to them. I think that's kind of wrong approach. You really kind of have to hand it out to them because the readiness, that's the reason why I call it part of that is the lead nurture. You kind of touch it. You're interested in this. Are you ready? You want us to talk to you. You're not ready. and you put it right back into the lead nurture part of your ABM. And then your ABM continue getting built up. Essentially, you build your pipeline. From a, from a suspect to the prospect. ABM is all about suspect, suspecting it. It's not a prospect.
0: It's not. It, I, I love how you talked about sales and marketing need to be aligned. Because it sounds like a no-brainer, but it's such a struggle for organizations. Sure, it's hard to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really hard. Because it's operated a completely different
1: entity. It's always pointing fingers. Oh, I give you the lead. You guys never follow up with it. They follow up with it. They're not ready to be by. They push it back. Why are you pushing it back to lead back to me? Because they're not ready. So it's always, it's it's like no different in a technology. It's always hardware problem versus software problem.
0: It is, it is. Well, you know, final question for you. Where is digital marketing going? If we sit here, I love the crystal ball analogy. We sit here in five years, where are things going to be going?
1: I think it's, it's all about brand recognition, uh, It is important. The digital marketing is going. I mean, looking at today, a lot of organizations have been around for hundreds of years that used to do Handshake and everything else. They are struggling to transforming into a digital marketing. And uh, once they've done that, because if you're looking at that, generations getting the new millennium, the new generation expect you to do what they want to do, Right? kind of reverse the engineering. So to answer your question is digital marketing in a social media, that's going to be really kind of the key. And then the uh, the ecosystem that can do both. This is the important thing that the ecosystem can do leveraging the the uh, uh, the social and uh, the basically the business platform. You can have to do it both. Because you can't hold all the content. I'll give you an example. Take that the wall. It only... 10 seconds, this thing says the, the platform, it's going like billions of digital uh, uh, traffic like crazy. So you got to be able to send and be able to, somebody can click that learn and then pull into your page and then kind of basically you really have to kind of fully integrate it because things are going so fast, right? Uh, and and, and uh, the content has to be relevant. That's the key. The content
0: has to be really relevant to to the audience. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Let, let, let's get together in five years. See where it is. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah.
1: thank you. Yeah, so I'll much probably probably for... a little lighter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you, Osmara, You know, for for this dive into where things are going, and, and I, I appreciate you letting me cook your brain. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. You can check out past episodes of this show, along with our CDN Media Executive Insights, Solution Spotlight, and Women in Technology podcasts at cdmmedia.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.